podcasting. All right, then. What today? Too Close for Comfort podcast. No, that's not what it's called. Too Close for Podcast, where the unofficial Too Close for Comfort podcast, because we don't want to be confused with the official Too Close for Comfort podcast, which, uh, if that does come out... JJ was telling me that there's some other podcast that has done some Too Close for Comfort episodes. Wow. I'd like to hear that. Or maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it would influence me too much. Because it might taint this. Yeah, and then I'm just ripping off the ripoff. Right on. Episode 210 we're talking about today. <laughs> this aired January 5th, 1982. We're finally in the 1982 episodes. Woo! Even though these are ones that were still produced in 81 because, you know, it's the way it works. Cop Out. Cop hyphen out. Not to be confused with Cop Out, the Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan movie. Which was not that bad. Yeah, it has its moments. There have been worse Kevin Smith movies. I'd say that movie's about on a par with this episode, actually. What, our podcast? No, Cop Out. Cop oh. Out the episode and Cop Out the movie. Okay. So it's 2.30 in the morning. I thought it was 3 in the morning. No. But I thought Jackie comes home at 2.30 in the morning. They both well, they both. Alright. That's lazy writing, guys. And someone is trying to break into the girl's apartment. It makes me want to eat pretzels. Jackie is on the phone with Henry. Then Sarah gets on the phone. And calls the police. But guess what? It's April, who's locked herself out of the apartment, out of the house, and is afraid to wake up Henry. Can't blame her, right? And she ended up waking up everybody. So, of course, Henry rushes down with a golf club in his hand, looking for the intruder, and he goes outside to inspect the perimeter. Muriel comes down looking for Henry. And this whole time, April is hiding in the closet. And then at the end of all this, he's all, good night, April. So he knew she was in there. So why is he outside looking for prowlers? At what point did Henry realize April <laughs> is hiding in the closet? That's a good question. <laughs> He probably smelled the pot in her pocket. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. The cops didn't. Oh, that would have been a whole different episode, Well, maybe he right? did, but he's so transfixed. I'm getting ahead of myself. So Muriel comes down looking for Henry when the police come in, and they have Henry in handcuffs. Jackie and the cop give each other goo-goo eyes. They have some sort of chemistry going on. So the next day... Henry is trying to find out why April was out so late. I'm telling you, we were at Alcatraz. When Brad Turner, the cop or the police officer, shows up, he stops by with a new golf club for Henry because Henry's golf club got totally bent in the pr police brutality or whenever they took Henry down. And put him in cuffs. 
And it still has the price tag on it, this new golf club. That's right. It, it, it's like wrapped as a top with a, you know, a little bow. But the price tag, that's pretty tacky. I thought it was tacky. But, you know, he's trying to impress the family, so. So Jackie asks Brad if he wants to go out for coffee at April's encouragement. And then they end up staying up all night. So later, Henry is waiting up for Jackie at 2.30 in the morning. That's right, second time they mentioned 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then she comes, gets home, and runs up to her parents' bedroom. Jackie's easily more of a disturbance than April was the night before at 2.30 in the morning, coming in, slamming doors, and screaming. Well, well, Henry and Muriel had no idea what was going on. They could have <laughs> slept through the whole night if April had said, It's your cousin April. Mm-hmm. It's knocking at the, let me in. I locked myself out. So meanwhile, April is out with Moonbeam once again because she doesn't notice Jackie come in at 2.30 in the morning. So Jackie runs into her parents' bedroom to tell them that Brad has asked her to marry him. That is Act 1. So the next morning at breakfast, Jackie is very excited about marrying Brad. Henry thinks she's rushing into this too fast. That's what he says, too. So Henry tells April and Sarah to leave so we can talk to Jackie. And he tells Jackie that he thinks that marriage to a police officer is a mistake. But then Muriel ends up inviting Brad to dinner that night, which Henry obviously has no control over his own life. And he has to do whatever these women want of him. So he agrees. And then Brad arrives wearing a pink dress that he's been working undercover in, in his police officer duties. So then Brad gets a page and says he has to go. Jackie walks him downstairs but tells Henry that she's going to marry Brad with or without his blessing. Act 2. Later that night, Henry and Muriel are getting ready for bed Discussing Jackie and Brad's relationship, Henry decides that he's going to tell Jackie that he's changed his mind about the marriage. So he goes downstairs and finds Jackie sitting in the living room of her apartment, very upset because Brad was shot while on duty. Dramatic mood lighting. There's a lot going on here. And just then, the phone rings. They find out Brad will be fine, and he's not, he's not going to die. So Henry offers to give Jackie a ride to the hospital, even though he's wearing his robe. Act 3. A lot of robes in this episode. You know, I hope they went upstairs and told Muriel they were going to the hospital first before they just drove off. And she's just thinking, wow, he's been down there a long time. Okay, to start off with, this is... Episode 210, but it's production number 209. What does that mean? It means that, I guess technically, this happened the week after they didn't want to learn the sex of the baby. But then what happens the week after this is Rafkin's bum. Strange. 
Not, that's not the order that they played out, but that's apparently the order that they... Uh, they conceived it. Yeah. Or they produced them in the way they, they ordered, that they shot them in. Because they forgot Thanksgiving. Yeah. They would have shown Thanksgiving the second week of uh, January. So we had... Uh, April was doing a little bit of interloping. She... she uh, Influenced Jackie to get Brad to ask her out. Yeah, that's what happened. I thought you would never ask. Our guest stars were the policemen's Willard and Brad Turner. No, Willard's last name is not Turner. I know it sounded like that when I said Willard and Brad Turner. No, Willard was the other cop who said the wind. You we know what we're talking about. Yeah, he watched this episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, you need to watch this episode. Cosmic Cow. Yes. Henry was reading a Cosmic Cow comic book. They don't mention it. It's just there. He's wearing a University of Toledo sweater this week. Henry is. Who was notably absent this week? Monroe? Yep, once again. Like you said, yeah, he walked by, he saw the movers outside, and he turned around and left. They should have shot that scene and inserted it in every episode that Monroe was not in. Instead of the Trans Am? Exactly. What, you mean the El Camino drive-by? We did get that El Camino drive-by, but you know what I just realized? I bet you that's Monroe driving that El Camino. He's just driving on past. We, we never do find out what kind of car that's Monroe true. has. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. That's a good pull. Now, to me, that's that's Monroe's car now every time I watch that. <laughs> Objects out the window. Well, Henry was looking out the window, but the alarm clock was back. Did you notice that? Did the alarm clock get tossed at one point? Oh, like episode two or something. <laughs> well, it's back now. We had several one-sided phone conversations in this episode. We started the episode with one, Jackie to Henry. They should just install a two-way intercom from the, the two different apartments. That would be smart. Dad, someone's trying to kill us again. <laughs> and then I could keep track of one-sided intercom pages. Later on, we also have Henry to the hospital. We don't actually visit the hospital set, but I imagine that when they made it to the hospital, Monroe was there and he accidentally pushed that woman into the elevator again. Bonus footage. <laughs> Henry pointed seven times in this episode. It's getting really close to the record, which was eight, which was set either last week or the week before. Was there a mention of Andrew? Who's Andrew? Andrew is the fetus. But she was walking. Yeah, yeah. Like, at this point, she's playing super pregnant, leading with her belly. Mm-hmm. Muriel, that is. So this was the first real appearance of the baby bump, I think. She was working it. And also, fatty. Oh, yeah. Henry <laughs> calls his wife fatty. Well, that was an early name for Andrew. They were going to call him fatty. The transvestite storyline is back in full force as Brad arrives in drag. This is after, of course, he declines the Rush's coffee and goes out with Jackie for coffee. The intro was the same as episode 205. It's the intro. 
the one where Monroe was wearing the stripes and sitting in a chair. And no, Monroe was not wearing stripes this week because he was not in the episode, but in a way he was wearing stripes because he was wearing stripes in the intro. So does it count? That's something for you to ponder for the next week. We start at the episode with the five-note music cue. That's unusual. I gave this one a three. I think I'm leaning a little more towards like a four in this one. This is like a borderline four, I would say. We had a lot of, a lot of bizarreness in this one. It was a solid, tight episode, I thought. Henry with the golf club gave me Caddyshack flashbacks. Right after Jackie with the tennis racket gave me Warriors flashbacks. Not that she had a tennis racket, but she said, I'm going to get a weapon. She's going to beat the crap out of somebody. Jackie's cop boyfriend will be played by a different actor in later episodes. Which at first I thought, wait a minute, that's Brad? And then you do the research and you realize, oh, this was the first mention of Moonbeam. Henry hates guns. Now remember this, this plays into many future plot lines. There's several episodes that revolve completely around that. In Muriel's still unnamed mother is mentioned. We don't always mention when the unnamed mother is mentioned, but she pretty sure she does not get a name until she actually shows up on the show. And this was also a rare mention of Muriel's father, who I don't think ever gets a name. Spoiler. It was a very special episode. Usually I have what did we learn, but... This is the introduction of a very special episode of Too Close for Comfort. Tonight on a very special episode of Too Close for Comfort, here comes the dramatic side of the show, which stays with the program from this point out. And we end with a point. Next week, another equally disturbing episode. April in September. April dates a much older man. A guy who is... Almost Henry's age, I believe. That's next week. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlist. Rate and review my show on Stitcher. And over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store.